Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to The Junks, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of The Junkies. Let's go over to the BetQL guest hotline, say hello to Hugh Jackson, longtime NFL and college coach. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Up, Thanks for coming on. You know, it's actually great timing to have you because, you know, we want to talk about what you're doing and stuff. But also, like we were just saying during the break, like you probably know all these head coaching candidates, right? You've coached you with coach. all these guys. <laughs> you have. I know, a lot, know quite a few of them, that's for sure. Are any of them, like, Raheem Morris? Um, give me some other Now, maybe names. some of the younger guys. Dan Quinn. Dan Vrabel. Vrabel. Yeah. All these guys. Any of them jump out at you, like... Of these head coaching candidates, alleged you know coordinators or whatever, are going to get another opportunity. Who jumps out at you as somebody these teams should really, really be thinking seriously about? Well, I, I think all of them have you know very something special about them because they're they like Raheem Morris has been a head coach before. Mm-hmm, you right. know, um, the guy that's very intriguing to me is Antonio Pierce. You know, I agree. Days together. Back at the um, Commanders when they were the Redskins, mm-hmm. um, he was a linebacker on that team. And just watching his leadership then, you know, and just watching him go through his career as a player and now, you know, being elevated to the head coach of the Raiders, I think is tremendous. But Raheem Morris, um, Brian Callahan, sounds like he's going to the Texans, you know. And Tell um, us about again. Raheem because we've been debating about him. And the fan perception, just so you know, they're very underwhelmed. They go back to what he did in Tampa. You know, I, my defense of him is, hey, he was a young guy. He was learning. Um, and fans also are looking for offensive guys. And fans too, are looking for offensive guys. Yeah. So give us give awesome. us the positives and negatives on Raheem. Well, I think the, the positive is the fact that he has been a head coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever become better unless you do it, right? Mm-hmm. You learn how to do it at a high level unless you just got a, a stacked team. A lot of these teams don't come to you stacked. You got to find a way to put it together. So I think he understands the landscape of it. You know, the first thing people was going to say, well, he didn't have as much success, you know, as people would have liked. But you just said it a second ago. I think that experience, you're older, you're wiser, you prepare better, you understand the league a little bit more, and maybe you even get in a better situation. The key to all these guys having a chance to have success is can they go get a quarterback? And that's where it all starts. Yep. Speaking of quarterbacks, I want to go back to your days with the Ravens, and you coached under John Harbaugh, and you coached a young guy named Joe Flacco. How amazing was it that he had this run in the regular season, you know, after not playing 
the whole season. <clears throat> and then tell us what makes John Harbaugh special because that guy has had sustained success. You know, you, you, you're, uh, you said it. I was wacko for Flacco watching what he was doing, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, coming off the couch and uh, helped leading the Browns to the playoffs. And I think it was an unbelievable story that was developing. You know, obviously they ran into that buzzsaw in Houston, you know, but um, at the same time, I was happy to have, see him have the success he had. John Harbaugh is just very consistent. You know, he's been uh, one of the best coaches in the league. I think people, when it first started, you know, because he was a special teams coach, you know, well, how did he even get the job? You know, and I, I tell people all the time, you know, that job is one of leadership and connecting with men and getting men to follow you and, and understand, you know, when to push, when to pull. And he is phenomenal that way. He's always had a great staff around him. That organization has always had great players, you know, defense is what they've been known for, but now you go draft Lamar Jackson you had a Flacco who won a Super Bowl for him. And now you have this player that's going to be probably player of the year again. So they do a great job as an organization, you know, top to bottom. And that's why some organizations win a lot and some organizations don't because they understand the structure, the vision, the alignment, the collaboration that must go on in order for you to go win. Hugh, you touched on that Houston squad for just a second. I mean, how amazing is it for a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback to have that sort of success out of the gate, making the playoffs both in their first years, Stroud playing so well, taking care of the ball as a rookie, not turning it over a lot. like That doesn't happen a lot when you have a first-year uh, head coach and quarterback in tandem that, that performs that well. No, you said it. I mean, I think uh, when they talked about it in the pregame last week, it was only three of them. And again, it went right back to Coach Harbaugh and Joe Flacco you know, as well. And so when you think about that, there's not a lot, but to watch what, what D'Amico's done and what CJ Stroud's done, you know, with a team that didn't play as well the year before. So that means they got it right. They got it right at head coach. They got it right at quarterback. They got it right with their draft. So I think they're well on their way to being a really, really good football team in the future. Coach, um, kind of take us behind the scenes if you can, um, because we were kind of talking about this with all these interviews and right now, obviously, they, they've got so many rules. You can do Zoom interviews with the guys who are still coaching in the playoffs, and then you've got to wait until they're eliminated, then you can do the in-person stuff. But back in 2016, when you interviewed for the Browns, I assume that, that was uh, Jim Haslam, correct? He was the owner? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh-huh. So you had Haslam there. Tell us who was in the room for these interviews, and then what types of questions are they asking you? Are they asking you, hey, what staff do you want? And they, can you fill out a staff right here in front of me? And are they asking you, all right, what kind of systems are you going to run? Are they are they mm-hmm. asking you about the draft at that point? Can you kind of take us behind the scenes and tell us what that process is like? Absolutely. No, it is an entourage of people, higher-level executives that you're going to interview with. And it's normally the owner. It's the GM. If there's a GM that's in place, uh, it's business um, you know, people. And it's somebody that's probably really trusted uh, by the owner to really get a feel so they can have a difference of opinion of all these candidates. And you said it. There's so many things that you, you work through, but you'll be surprised. It's not really about, you know, just the nuts and bolts of football. It's not about what you knew on offense. It's not about what you knew on defense. It's how are you going to run the day-to-day. And then who are the people, as you mentioned a second ago, that's going to be with you in this process? Do you have a plan 
for, you know, organized team activities and off-season programs? Mm. Do you have a plan for when you're ready to go to training camp? What will that look like? Now, everybody have dates and you know when you can do it, but what does that really look like? What is the flow of that? And then how are we going to get this team from this point to this point by the draft? Are we going to do it in free agency? Are we going to do it in a draft? What is our dollar situation, our cap, you know, the cash situation that you have to know and understand? And then where will we spend our dollars? What's going to be the most important positions that we have to change and change fast? And what does that look like? Is that going to be through drafting? Is that going to be through free agency? Um, you know, all those things or trades, all those things you have to be able to be ready to walk through and, and know that you understand a little bit. When you when you were interviewing for that job, were you um, kind of take us back? Where were you with the Bengals in terms of the season? Were you guys already eliminated or didn't make the playoffs? So you had more time to prep for that or did you have to kind of throw it all together because you were still coaching? You had to kind of throw it all together. We were playing Pittsburgh okay. um, uh, in in Cincinnati, and never forget it, we lost the big game we thought we should have won. Uh, we had a fumble right there at the end, and we had the explosion with uh, a couple of defensive players. And the next day I had two interviews. I interviewed in San, for San Francisco and interviewed for Cleveland, and they were right after each other. And so things were just happening, and they were happening at a rapid pace, and then you had to let go you know, what happened the game before, you know, with all, you know, cause that was a painful memory. Right. And it happened. I think now it's a little bit more comfortable for the coaches. Cause as you mentioned, you can start a first interview on a zoom, you know, and have a good conversation and kind of a meet and greet. But to me, when they start to bring you to their facility, that's when, you know, things are getting a little bit more serious because they want to see how you fit, you know, in their culture. And um, that's a strong word that everybody is using now, the culture of their building. How do you rebuild a culture? And people want to know that. And other people get an opinion of you, and everybody wants to know about collaboration and alignment. And the other big word that's in the National Football League now is analytics. Mm -hmm. You know, how much will you use analytics to to move forward with what you do? Because if there's a way to save money, if there's a way to be better – everybody's looking for an edge. So everything's going to be used. Watch what I tell you. AI is going to show up at some point in time in the National Football League. Of course. Talking to Hugh Jackson, longtime NFL coach, most recently coached at Grambling State. So let's get into the matchups this weekend. You just had a classic, a battle between Mahomes and Josh Allen. Well, now it's Mahomes and the Chiefs. Andy Reid, super, defending Super Bowl champions against Lamar Jackson, who's probably going to win his second MVP. How do you see this game playing out? It's going to be a, a unbelievable football game. I think from the Kansas City standpoint on defense, they got to do everything they can to not let Lamar run the football. You know, we, we say what we want, but they're a dangerous team when he's running up and down the field or when he's making first downs. Those hidden first downs that he makes – keep their offense going and gives them a chance then to spread the ball around to these other guys. But I would think that Kansas City is going to have a, a plan to where they don't try to allow him to run, especially after watching Josh Allen run last week. So if you don't slow this guy down from running, it could be tough. On the other side of it, obviously, the, uh, Baltimore's defense, uh, which is a really good defense, they got to find a way to slow Mahomes. And nobody's been able to do that. He's playing lights out. Um, and and I think he's going to continue to. You're playing two really good quarterbacks, two really good young quarterbacks, two of the best in the National Football League. Uh, they're both very competitive. They both want to win against each other. 
Uh, Patrick's been there so many times. He's hard to beat. He just is. And I know it's going to be in Baltimore. I worked in Baltimore. I know Coach Harbaugh have them ready to play, but Coach Reed has done a great job. You don't have the success they had and not be able to understand the moment and be prepared for the moment of, of this game. So it's going to be a bomb burner, and I'm not going to say who I think is going to win because I'm not going to have somebody get mad at me because I've been in Baltimore and I know Coach Reed because we're uh, Vaqueros from Glendale Junior College, so I'm not going to push up that tree and have somebody throw something at me. <laughs> you watched the, the Chiefs-Bills game, correct? Yes. Uh, and this, and you're an offensive guy, so you can kind of explain this, But um, and Kelsey's been doing this for years, but on that first touchdown – how do the Bills break down that coverage when you know Kelsey is going to be his number one target? And how is he so wide open in the red zone on that first touchdown? You know what's interesting? I guarantee you um, there's some some data that told them when he's inside, they might not switch to coverage. Okay. So there's something they saw, you know, that put him, you know, where he was that when he started vertical, that I guarantee you they were playing for something that they had seen a, probably a ton on tape. So you go back to the Super Bowl when they put the guy in motion and willed him back out, and they threw him to the guy who was wide open. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So that, that comes from strategy and planning. So it's something in their strategy that they understand that when we're down here, we're going to show a same face but do something just a little bit different, and it throws defenses off, and that's what everybody's trying to do at a high, at a at a high level. But they were they do it as well as anybody in the national. So that's re, that's Reed just out coaching McDermott there. Absolutely, I mean it's just and it happens. And it, again, I know we use a strong word there, out coaching. You know that's that's strategy. You know, and and I get I agree with what you're saying, but boy, you guys know he's the first option down yeah, here. Yeah, right. Regardless of what we do, we're not letting him beat us. Everybody says that. Everybody says we're not going to let Lamar beat us. And they find a way to do it. Those great players, they have a way about them that they find ways, coaches find ways to get these guys touches because if you don't, they don't win. And when they do, they do win. And and that's why Kansas City wins. Talking to Hugh Jackson, longtime NFL coach. So on the other side, you've got golf against Purdy, Lions against the 49ers. Ben Johnson, we're here in D.C., is a name that the fan base is enamored with. What do you see in Ben Johnson's offense that is special? Some of the analytics say that it's the spacing. What do you see? I think I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of the spacing. I think it's a combination of the personnel groups that they use. I think it's a combination that he has some tremendous players as well. I mean, he has one of the fastest running backs there is in, in football. Um, he understands rhythm and timing. And Jared Goff, they've done a great job with him from a confidence playing standpoint. He's playing lights out. They get the ball out of his hand. They let him make the throws he can make. So I think Ben Johnson's done an outstanding job. And I can see why people are very excited about his the possibility of him coming there. He's the number one draft pick at quarterback that he's coaching, a very dynamic offense. Um, you know, they got receivers that play at a high level. And they have a certain style about them that that gives them, you know, it looks like they're really gritty and tough. And that comes from the coordinator, being very honest with you, through the head coach. You know, obviously that's who the head coach is, but it's it's also pushed by the coordinator. So I think I think he's a tremendous candidate, but I like what he's doing on offense. Uh, hey, real quick, before we let you go, getting back to the coaches, you, you were talking about Raheem and some of these other guys. And can you just kind of give us your thoughts on Vrabel? Um, I, I, yeah. I guess I read that he's going to have 
a second interview with the Falcons, but you know we're hearing Belichick to the Falcons, so who knows what the, what uh, Blank's thinking down there? I just thought that Vrabel would be plucked very soon, based on his resume. Your thoughts on him? And I think he will be. You know, when it all started, everybody thought he was on his way to the Patriots, but that was already a, a decision made by the organization. You know, contractually. Mm-hmm. Uh, which everybody understands that. I think he's a tremendous football coach. I think he's going to land on his seat somewhere um, very, very soon. Uh, I'm surprised because Atlanta, they're doing their due diligence, it looks like, on everybody. There's a lot of second interviews that are going around. But Vrabel, if you just look at his record, you, you see what he did in Tennessee. Obviously, they play really great defense. He's had a lot of different quarterbacks he's been around. And I think that's a good thing. Some people don't. I do. Because when you go to your next job, you know what that guy has to have in order for you to have a chance to win. And you know what type of style and systems you want to play in. So you try to draft. One, you try to acquire the coaches that can implement that. But two, you try to go find a guy that can play uh, the type of style you need to play to win. Because he's won a lot of games. You know, at the end of the day, he knows how to do it at a high level. So I think he's going to be somewhere here pretty soon. You thanks a lot for the time, man. Really appreciate good the insight. Stuff. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. All right, be good. Yep, that's Hugh Jackson, longtime okay. NFL and He's a really good guest head like coach. Him. Very good. Really interesting good that he, what yeah. he said about the the interview process. So it's not necessarily just how you what kind of offense you're going to run, what kind mm-hmm. of defense, like in game strategies. It's all the other outside stuff that owners are kind of looking at too. Yeah. Don't for forget, sure. before the show is done, we have a pair of tickets to go see Nikki Glazer at Warner Theater and a pair of tickets to 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 at Bethesda Theater. That is our event that's going down February 2nd. Keep listening for your chance to win. We'll do EB's entertainment page next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the end of the EP, we'll give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Nikki Glaser, the Good Girl Tour, Friday, June 21st at Warner Theater. So keep listening for your chance to win. Real quick, you're going to think this is funny slash stupid. Probably weighted more to the stupidity part. So yesterday... I, my car looked terrible, so I decided to go get a car wash. All right. You know, all the slush all right, and the salt. And the my snow. car looks terrible right yeah. now. And I said, screw it. I'm just gonna, it was a nice day. I said, I want my car to look pretty good. So I went and got a car wash, right? All Look, right. Looked awesome. Yep. Driving home, and I went through a, a neighborhood that uh, was kind of a shortcut to my neighborhood. And for whatever reason, their roads weren't plowed. <laughs> their HOA was awful. 
<laughs> and it was slushy and salty, and I drove through it. I mean, I, I could have backed out, but the damage was done. I got back to my house and looked at my car. I was like, oh, my God, I just got a car wash. <laughs> so you know what I did? I went back to the car wash. Oh, wow. <laughs> you doubled down. You doubled down. I you went back to the car wash, and, uh, and then I took a different route home. Mm. So I went to clearer streets okay. because I was so bitter that I got the first car wash, and yeah. it looked like I didn't get one at all. <laughs> so I got two car washes yesterday. Good for you. Now, did you have like a gift card? Did you actually dip in your no, pocket? No, I've got that deal where I pay once a month, like <laughs> unlimited. Okay. So, oh, so it's kind unlimited. of true. True. Right. Believe me, if I had I to pay, to if that. I had to pay again, I wouldn't have done it. Right. <laughs> I used to have that, and I gave up on it. Well, I said, "Kid, you should get it again. It's like uh, you know, twenty dollars. You just do it for a month, and you could cancel it." I go, "I never end up canceling." <laughs> no, I think and it's I the ne- best deal in town. You remind me, we bought a table at Restoration Hardware like three years ago before we moved into this house, and I remember at the time they said, "If you become a member, mm-hmm. which did not cost anything." When they presented this at yeah. the time, said, if you become a member, you'll save 20% on this table. And the table right. was expensive. <laughs> sure. Right. Like, son, email yesterday, they were automatically renewing this membership. And it was like $200 a year. <laughs> I haven't been, been to that restoration years. hardware in three years. Better hunt that money down. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to cancel before February 20th. Mm-hmm. And I called. And, of course, I was on hold for literally 15 minutes, and they well, beat me because I just said, I'm tapping out. I'll try tomorrow. Same thing happens to me with HBO Max. I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> it's, it's Max it, now. Whatever just, it's called. Max. I can't get rid of it. I, I it's, it's a wormhole well, on the you website. Watch True Detective then. At least Maybe take advantage of it. Send him a reminder email or text. Yeah, I'll, I'll be working on my I'll be working on my Actually, True Detective is not for you. I like the There's too much thinking. <laughs> too much supernatural. I like the there's, first there's one. There's supernatural stuff. There's See, too, the much, too much supernatural stuff. I'm not too potential much, supernatural. Too much. Too much thinking. Listen, because <laughs> that's a lot different. The supernatural you just, aspect. You can't just like look down. You can't look down on your phone because oh, no, you're going you to miss something. Pay attention. Yeah, yeah. I know. And that's it's not. That's not for you. That's not for me. But I do get a treat if I can. If I can get through the first half hour. You know what I mean? And lock in. It's not for you. You got to put Twitter. I'm telling you, having a case with the night of. He never got past never got the first past half hour. I Those do guys remember still waiting to get in the car to go to the party. As far as I'm right. concerned, I do remember the first go around of True Detective. I had to watch the first episode like nine times. The first could, season's the best because I couldn't it's lock so in. And everyone kept man. talking about. I had to keep man. watching it. And keep watching it. And then I got in. It was just but eerie. man, I had to keep watching it. Yeah. It was eerie. Well, also the acting was so the good. The acting was spectacular. McConaughey. Hey, and don't Harrelson. you do this building here them thirty feet? Yep. That's a great <laughs> scene. It's a great scene of it's so True good. Detective. I have to go watch it again. Season one. I, I watch dueling seasons of uh, True Detective. Why don't you watch the night of once and for it. all? No, I'm not gonna. I can't go back. I feel I'm telling Jason he's missed the first two episodes of. Uh, True TD t- season four, he yeah. might be out. No, I got him recorded. Ship sailing without him. Just waiting for me. Jason. Although I'm, I'm getting my house painted today. Oh, all oh. oh, those fumes going to overcome you. I mean, there's going to be a million people in my house, and it's probably going to take all day. <laughs> yeah. Did you say yesterday that you you still record shows? You said DV- you, yeah. Why don't you just go to DVR? I do. I re- I record games all the time. No, no. You said I recorded True Detective. Oh yeah, I did. Recorded <laughs> one and two. <laughs> What? But you just open the app and click play. Yeah. You don't have to record anything. Well, what's the difference? He though? likes the added layer of security. What? Well, maybe it goes recorded. along. I mean, I just... the added layer, it's on, it's on the whole... <laughs> I, first thing on I the app. When you... <laughs> I know, but it's. What it's, app? I just what go do you to... mean? Like you go HBO app or Max app or whatever 
on the yeah, on I mean, TV. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just go to the, the guide and it says, all right, direct true to t- true detective season hey, one. He's I just got record his own it. Methodology. Yeah, he's I do the school. same thing. Yeah. I find sometimes with the app, it might not be with <laughs> Max, but sometimes if you do on demand, uh-huh. they'll throw ads in there. Whereas if you That's just true. record it with DVR, you don't get the ads. That's true. It depends on the app. Oh. But like some of them, you could watch it for free, but you got to endure ads. <laughs> It's true. Now some yeah, some like shows, Paramount Plus. I'll endure ads. Never, if an ad came yeah. up in the middle of <laughs> n- night country, I'd want to put my size 11 and a half through the TV. There's no, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no ads that are Zero popping up ads. in the middle of True Detective. No. That might not. That's just the I'm way sure I've always right. done it. I've always done it that way. Yeah. I'd rather be in Carcosa. <laughs> So you you so or you're out. Ennis, so you think and the last record a show that's on an app. Dumps today. Yeah. Yeah. What? But what's the difference? Well, you could, you could, it's it's it could not record. Is, is a little amusing. Is what? I'm sorry? Your, your mindset about it that I got to record a show is just a little amusing. I know, that but what's it. the difference if I record it or if I just download because the app? Because all the shows are on are on the app immediately. It's a, you, He's you, just you, saying oh, it's you're, No, I understand yeah. what you're saying. If I wanted to watch it right away, I get it. If, if I know I'm not going to watch it right you know, away, I just yeah, record they it because I can watch it. They have on the I can watch it whenever you want. There's no difference. On the app, there's a library of episodes. By you hitting record, can I you tell then you get a library of episodes. It takes three seconds to set it up. You're fine. I mean, they, they just they like to make fun of everything yeah. we do. I mean, here, I think it makes you know, all the I sense in the question. world. I asked a question. I didn't right, say anything yesterday. No, I found it a little amusing. Okay. because The, you the think old man is trying to have to reset the thing to record right. a show at 9 o'clock. Can I, can I defend you? I'm going to defend you, okay? okay? It's actually a good way to organize what you might want to watch. <laughs> so if you just say, uh, you know, you say something and you're, you're just going to um, – do the on demand. You might you, you don't know what all the things you want to watch. But if you DVR yep. these things, then now you say, "Oh yeah, I want to watch this. I want to watch it." Right? It kind of organizes for you. Yeah, yeah. I you have your shows. Otherwise, you forget. A lot of people do. You have your shows. I across you have different shows. platforms. Oh, these are shows I want to watch. I'm going to DVR these. I mean, of course, you could go and you could yeah. say, you know, you got to remember. Then you got to delete them. Right. Uh, so I think, so it, takes, it, takes three, it takes three seconds it to delete. It organizes it. You know what I did last night? Alexa, play True Detective on HBO Max. Right, but you remembered. <laughs> no, you remembered that. Well, I but I, but I didn't problems. have it in my... I didn't, uh, not that you have I a memory, have memory problem. problem. You don't have to have a memory problem. You just you remember every show that you're interested in at all times? Yeah, I wasn't thinking about True Detective yesterday. I said... You saw I, it on I, your DVR. I didn't, I, didn't have a, I didn't have time to just watch it right away. Right, so you just get your car washed a yeah, hundred times. Yeah. So <laughs> now I know I can watch it whenever I want. I can watch it back to back, or I can watch one and then wait until a couple of days and watch two. Yeah. It's just the way I, that's the way I think. I, listen, I do think you're weird about something, but I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm team DVR. I meant DVR has been godsend to me. Now, when I want to watch Dateline, I'll just go to my r- remote and I'll say Dateline. Yeah. All the episodes come up. Hey, yeah. if I promise to watch American Nightmare Episode 1, do you promise to watch True Detective Night Country Episode 1? No, because I've got painters in my house, oh. and uh, it's going to be chaos all over the place. All right. I don't know. You won't meet me today while the painters are at your house. We'll get drunk together and have dinner. Because I'm going to be out. <laughs> no, we, I'm actually, I, I got dinner plans with my neighbors. Sorry. Your neighbors are more important than me. Well, he the the guy, the dad, he's been out of town for a long time because he's taking care of his father. Okay. And he's only in town for like three days, so ah. I told him we'd have to. Oh, you like That's him very nice of you. He's a good dude. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Mark. He sees you every day. Huh? Yeah, I see, see you every day. I see you all the time. 
I'm kidding. I, I can meet care. you for a drink before dinner, maybe, or I don't no, know. I'm just I don't know go what time to you're going to oh. just... Are you going to be in Herndon? <laughs> but it'll be at that, probably an Irish bar out there. Yeah. I'm not going to Herndon. <laughs> yeah. You come to the it's burn, I'll, I'll meet you. It's all the same to me. Herndon, Reston, uh, Ashburn. Yeah, it's like seven miles. Yeah, right. It's all the same, though, to me. It's all like kind of near 28. <laughs> mm-hmm. I met a guy, by the it way, is. the other day at MGM who told me he was from Virginia. And he also told me he no longer watches the NFL because guys are kneeling. And I was like, you're weird. I was thinking, you're weird. I was like, you're not really from northern Virginia. You're from like southern, a different south, part of Virginia. Southeast Virginia. I'm going to say something to defend that guy. There was a period of time where that really did annoy a lot of people, myself I, included. I understand. But that doesn't happen anymore. Guys, for the most part, right. they're over that. It doesn't day. happen. And all the NFL does is slay across every range demographic. It, it hasn't true. hurt the product, or mm-hmm. at least people coming to the product. No, no lots That's of people. people they predicted testing. the demise of the NFL. Yeah, wrong. When he told me that, I was like, "You're missing out, my friend." Right. <laughs> Keep, but a uh, good job taking a stand. I just think there's a lot of ways you could protest. That's not one. I think it's <laughs> yeah, great, right. but it's not a hill you're dying on. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to do EP when I come back? I mean, we, yeah, didn't, do I mean, we didn't do what we didn't do one EP story. And no, I know we, we have tickets to give away. I did, I did promise that if you kept listening and you're mm-hmm. caller 10, you would win a pair of tickets to see Nikki Glaser, the good girl tour Friday, June 21st at Warner theater. So call now to win 800-636-1067 is the number tickets are on sale. Now for tickets and more event info, go to the fan slash events courtesy of live nation. When we come back, We'll actually do some EP, and we'll give you a chance to win tickets to 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 at Bethesda Theater. So keep listening for your chance to win. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Get into the EP brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs covered. Get some now at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code junkies. And remember, Don't Sleep makes you great. I want to say what's up to my boy Lyons is in the car. Uh, my boy Jeff Lyons, he's driving from New York to Florida to visit his father. Mm. And he's actually just he's texting me right now. He's right in D.C. Ah. Uh, as he's listening. So, Jeff, what's up? He says... He says uh, traffic in D.C. He's from Long Island is a hundred, you know, a thousand times worse than New York City. And then he says something I can't say on the air. Um, Well, safe travels to him. Yeah, my man Jeff. Uh, All right, Oscar nominations came out, Hmm. and you know Hmm. this this is officially the year I've watched the least movies ever. (laughs) I don't think I'm not sure I've been to the theater in the calendar last. All right, name the movies, and I'll I'll tell you how many I've seen. I looked at the list. I think I saw zero. (laughs) Yeah, these are the best. I know Oppenheimer's got to be on there. I never saw it. I never saw it. All right, so American Fiction, never heard of it. Uh, That's relatively new. I haven't seen it. Kevin reviewed it, liked it. Anatomy of a Fall. Heard great things. Never heard of it. it. 
<laughs> Barbie, I wouldn't see that dead. Saw it. Uh, the holdovers. Why never... wouldn't you see Barbie? <laughs> Not into that. The holdovers. Saw cool it. For Actually, school? pretty good. Never heard of it. Killers of the Flower Moon. Are I'm, you kidding? Haven't me? Haven't seen it. No, it's I almost did. four never hours long. I saw I am it. Intrigued. <laughs> saw it. I, now this one. Did you watch it? Without having to go to the bathroom in the middle? I no. watched it with my no 72-year-old father. He had to take three pee breaks. Yeah. Three breaks. <laughs> right, isn't it? Three and a half hours? At least. Uh, I think it's three hours, 40 minutes. Yeah. Wow. What's American fiction about? But in I nutshell, never even heard of it. It's a, it's a movie about an African-American author who oh, yeah. I believe is persuaded to write a book about the, the African-American experience, but he fictionalizes it and mm. doesn't want to do... What he thinks is like true to his heart, it turns out to and be a gets, big hit, and then it's about his life, like dealing with it. Uh, the that, aftermath. That's what I know about. Right, it. he writes it kind of as a goof, and it yeah. ends up being being like a the best work smash. he's ever done. Gotcha. Yeah. Anatomy of a Fall, I did see. What's that one about? Give us a, give us how many uh, <clears throat> three game parlays? <clears throat> is that the Jimmy G story? <laughs> <laughs> how many car wash? No, it could be the Sam Howell story. Well, well, it could be from like week well, nine on. You're a Jimmy G guy. <laughs> All right, um, Anatomy of, of a Fall is about a kid who's walking his dog home and he finds his father in the on the ground uh-huh. in the snow dead. Mm. All right, uh, he's blind. The kid's blind. Okay, he's not a long jumper, is he? He's not. A, he didn't have a. Oh, a somebody okay. said he was racing. <laughs> yeah, and it's about whether or not the father was pushed out of the house by the oh. mom, or if he jumped. Oh, it sounds. Oh, it's, it's, a, sound it's like a staircase. It's a, it's a courtroom drama. Oh, I'm in. Here's the problem. What? Subtitles. 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 I Out. love subtitles. Out. I now, do this now subtitles. When the, when yeah, the, but I want to hear the English language being spoken. I now, like closed captioning. The, I the, get the mom, yeah. the mom. I think the actor is from, let's say, Germany, and then the dad is from France. So when they're talking together, and that's short, and the the lawyer, when they're actually talking together, that's they're speaking English. All right. But the courtroom, and the courtroom is like an hour and a half. It's all subtitles. Very hard <laughs> to track, but the movie is very good. All right, I'm gonna give you. Can Why I give did you, you see that? That seems random. In because Kevin movie Kevin said went. he really liked it. Goes this will be right up your alley. Yeah, um, you listen to Kevin sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. actually knows all what right. he's talking about because I, he told me it was a courtroom drama. And I love courtroom I, drama. Yeah, I get size for courtroom. All right, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna tell you a little side story regarding that plot. I, I can't believe it got an, it got um, nominated for best. Film. Kevin raved about it. So you talk about so it. the guy comes the 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 kid is walking around and he falls finds his dad dead. Correct. My father used to help me deliver papers, right? And I would get up at when I was what, 13, 14, mm-hmm. 15, 16, <laughs> did it all the way through 18. When I was like 14 years old, he would do, we would be up at 4 30. He had the one part of the route, I had another part of the route, and then we were, I was always a little bit scared because it was yeah. You know, I'm like 14 years old. It's dark. Yeah. I'm like dark. It's just the darkness haunted me a little bit. And so I would run and deliver the paper. There was also a house on your route because I would sub for you that had a Doberman. Yeah, some of them had dogs. Some of them were spooky. And you looked at that house and you go, I don't know what drug dealing they're doing there or what that house is spooky. My dad didn't meet me at our where we always meet every morning. And I started freaking out. out. Yep. And he still wasn't there. And he still wasn't there. And then I backtracked his steps, and he had slipped and falled on the ice, and he was he laid falled. out. <laughs> he yeah. falled. Yeah. He was. He was laying out. No, he was laid out on the <laughs> ice, and he couldn't. Um, and he was like he couldn't move. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it kind of traumatized him. Sure. Yeah. Because he was older. Because you thought Meanwhile, he was paralyzed. you didn't even really shuffle your mom's <laughs> sidewalk yesterday. Well, the other day. But I told her, this is a waste of time. You're not leaving anyway. No, you're just trapped. Yeah. I mean, what can it's, I do, Jiffy? It's going to be 60 Friday anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's going to melt. It's She's going to be trapped. I mean, she, I already told her you're not allowed to leave the house. Get the Even if I shoveled it, she still wasn't allowed to leave the house because there's ice everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Even if I had a perfect sidewalk. So did you get your pops up? You yeah, it kind of traumatized me and uh, helped them. And, you know, I think he I think he, he was fine. He probably just sore. But he was kind of like, he was, he was laying down there like groaning. For probably like five or ten minutes, you know, because he's an older guy, heavy, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it's kind of traumatic. And when you said that story, you just triggered that something I hadn't thought of. Maybe, and, maybe you'll like thirty movie. years. Bring back memories. I thought he was dead. Yeah, well, this guy is. What dead. are the rest of the movies? Yeah, is that it? Oh, okay. Here you go. This one <laughs> counts for me. I almost saw this one the other day. I, I, I wanted to see it, and then it got too late because it's now. You can watch it. I was going to watch it down in my media room. Let me it's guess. Maestro? Maestro. I was intrigued Bradley by, by Bradley Cooper and the, being Leonard Bernstein or whatever those guys. One of those guys he was. I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> Leonard Bernstein, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no interest Bernstein, in that. Bernstein, Stein. I mean, I, don't I think know the it's difference. Stein, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. Could be. I don't care about that movie. I'm pretty sure. I grew up in a, fa- in a family the, of music, what's so the, I was interested not, cause in Because in the REM song, they go, Leonard Bernstein. 100% it's Bernstein. Oh, yeah. Well, just because Michael Stipe said that doesn't mean that's. I'm going to trust RM. You are? Okay. <laughs> Plus, right. Bram goes by Wine. Weinstein. Oh, he is. Bram Weinstein. Weinstein. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't even know what I call Bram Weinstein. I don't even know. I think he goes Weinstein. Isn't it Weinstein? Bram Weinstein. I thought it was Stein. I, I could think be wrong. I think it's Stein. I might be wrong. You're yeah. thinking I of think John Feinstein. <laughs> John Feinstein. Bram Weinstein. What do I call him? Hold on. John Feinstein's coming on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bram you know Weinstein. Uh, Bram Weinstein. Give me another one. Give me no, another one. It's Bram Weinstein. You're right. Yes. Yeah, I, I botched it. I know. Bram, I apologize. All right, but hold on. What was... Thank you. This is a smash when, when is it in the song? I, Two I minutes story, and 59 seconds in. Yeah. <laughs> you have to let it play, Ricky. Just keep Leonard playing it. Bernstein. <laughs> Leonard Bernstein, 100%. I bet my life on it. I don't know. We're going to have to pay ASCAP. Get ready. Cheers. <laughs> it's an awful radio. Hold on. No, it's not. People are on the edge Great of their song. seats. I'm telling you, it's like the last line of the song. Is it? Is it the end? I'm, li- I'm pretty sure. All right, fast forward to the end. <laughs> I, I can't in this system. What? Oh, you can't? No, you don't even need to hear it. I'm telling you, I know. I know music. Just like you. I know the end of that song. I believe you. Yeah. I just want to hear I it. I just don't know Bram Weinstein's name. Oh, yeah. You sure are cakes? I see. <laughs> I see. The other night, I dream of knives. Continental Drift Divide, Mountain Sentinel Line. Okay, Leonard Bernstein. Bernstein, don't Bernstein. say Stein. Stein would rhyme with a line. Yeah. Right. Of course it's okay. Bernstein. I don't know. Uh, the next slide is no, Leonid Brezhnev, Lenny Bruce, and Lester Bangs. <laughs> a tournament of lies. 
End of the world as we know this it. It's right Smash. after this chorus here. The yeah. end of the world as we know it. I just need to get the, the end of the rating. <laughs> People love the song. It's probably and better, that backing vocal is so good. Hey, too. they feel fine. Is it coming? Yeah. Play it. <laughs> fine. I think it's the end. I told we you. We missed it. I just played the whole thing. I told you it's at the end. Well, you got a minute. Not a lot of time left. <laughs> Who cares? It's the uh, end of the show as we know I it. Did... Hold on. <laughs> no, this is going to repeat, repeat, repeat. Such you a missed good it. Tune, I think you missed it. I think he, he just, just said, said it. it. He, he, just he was said flaming. It. Yeah. <laughs> flaming me. <laughs> now here it comes. <laughs> Thank you. There you go, All right, now it's time for the read. 10th call at 800-636-1067. You win two tickets to 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 live Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. We hope to see you there. Caller number 10, 800-636-1067. You will score tickets in for free. Be Mitch and Finley coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 